We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app well nikki haley is having a big fundraiser here in south carolina tonight No, I'm just kidding. She's having a big fundraiser in New York City where all the Democrat fundraiser, all the Democrat donors are there, both, um, uh, you know, all the globalists are there in New York. So she is in her comfort zone right there in New York City as she is asking these people to fund her campaign so that she can literally pile all of their money in a pile and set it on fire. That's exactly what if you I mean, even I mean, she's had so many donors drop out after New Hampshire, even the guy that was on Epstein, Epstein's Island. I can't remember the guy that uh, CEO of uh, LinkedIn. Um, he said, no, he, he's out as a donor. So she's got to go make up that money that he was doing. And what better place than New York City? Hard to find a good, true conservative in New York City. But Nikki Haley did just get a very big endorsement. And folks, if if you've been wondering, maybe you've just been sitting on the fence about, you know, uh, whether or not you're going to vote with um, for Nikki Haley or Donald Trump, you know, well, uh, this ought to put your mind at ease. Uh, Liz Cheney has now endorsed Nikki Haley for the presidential primary uh, on the Republican side. Yeah, Liz Cheney did that. The the woman who sat on the January 6th Select Committee uh, that actually doctored video in the hearings. Yeah, that that committee that did not allow any rebuttal or any cross-examination or any witnesses. No, it was was not a hearing whatsoever. It was a show trial. And Nikki Haley apparently likes those things because, you know, she agrees with the jury in the E. Jean Carroll case. This is a woman that we really don't know truly who she is or what she thinks, do we? And we will get them. But I will not, not now, not ever, support raising the gas tax. Finally. Let's increase the gas tax by 10 cents over the next three years. I would not run if President Trump ran. I'm Nikki Haley, and I'm running for president. Every person on social media should be verified by their name. I never said government should go and require anyone's names. But what we do know is 65 is way too low, and we need to increase that. Proclaiming the retirement age is, quote, way, way too low. Where do I you have never right? once said that. I never said Hillary Clinton was an inspiration. I went with my friend Eleanor Kitzman to 
a Thurman Leadership Program where Hillary Clinton was speaking. And I walked out of there and I said, I'm running for office. Yeah. So who, who, with a real Nikki Haley, please stand up. We'd love to meet you. Might be too late, though. Probably is. So uh, Liz, Ch- so what do you guys think about that? Liz Cheney endorsing Nikki Haley. Looking at some of the latest polls here because we got the primary coming up Saturday the 24th here in South Carolina. Donald Trump leading by over 30 points in Nikki's home state of South Carolina. Listen, that's that does it. I mean, she can sit there and do whatever she wants. But if you lose the primary in your own home state, nobody in the rest of the country is going to trust you. Nobody is. I need to just take a look. So we got, uh, we got, what do we got here? We've got Saturday, February the 24th, South Carolina Republican primary. Then we got Tuesday, the 27th, Michigan. She's not going to win that. We've got Idaho coming up on March 2nd. We've got uh, Monday, North Dakota, not going to win that one. That's a caucus. Not going to win Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, California, Colorado. She's not going to win any of these primaries, not a single one. Tuesday, March 12th, we got Georgia, Hawaii, their their caucus there, Mississippi, uh, and Washington. Then we've got two, 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 two. Arizona on the 19th. I predict this thing is over on the 12th. I really do. If not before that. I think, I think, I think, I honestly do. Now, she's talking big and bad right now because what has she said? I have never lost a race and I'm not intending on losing this one. You know what she was counting on and she's still counting on? The Democrats putting Donald Trump in prison. And now she's backed herself into a corner and she just can't get out of it. And she does talk out of both sides of her mouth. Robert's in Greenville. Robert, what do you think about Nikki Haley? Well, uh, Charlie, I think it's pretty smart. Think about it, Charlie. She's getting both sides to vote for her at the same time. Yeah, well, and, in fact, she's hoping. In fact, you know what she was counting on in New Hampshire and what she's counting on here in South Carolina? Heavy Democrat crossover votes. Yeah, and they're the same people that put in Mitt Romney, the yeah. same ones that are sponsoring Nikki. And if it had been Newt Gingrich, Newt Gingrich would have taken Barack Obama's lunch money on stage and pressed him up against the uh, podium while he rifled through his pockets because he's that good of a speaker. Well, here's the thing, though. I mean, these people, these Democrats are going to vote for in the primary, you know, coming up. But they're not going to vote yeah. for in the general. So she's going to get right. her butt They'll waxed. Out just like they did Mitt Romney. Mitt yeah. Romney's the same thing. And he was a Democrat. Uh, first, his father ran as a Democrat in uh, Utah, I think it was his state. And then Mitt Romney switched over to a Republican. There's no way he was raised as a Democrat. Listen, this is this, well, well, here's Nikki Haley that said after she went with Eleanor Kitzman to that uh, speech at Furman with, uh, and God bless you, Eleanor Kitzman. I don't even know who you are, but uh, but she brags about you a lot. Um, she went, went to this. To she went to that speech. I'm sorry, but and, I had to go see Hillary her speaking. 
there was nobody in there that booed her. Either. You know there what? Were a lot of Republicans. Here's the thing, though. I went to a Hillary. I, I had press credentials to go to a Hillary campaign rally. It was in Columbia, and I went to that. And I still got the uh, my my press credentials for that. I went there. Right. Do you? Wow. And it was it was at a high school gym. It was at a high school gym. And she I, can move a crowd. No, she yeah. didn't. I mean, it, it wasn't packed. I mean, there was some people there. Yeah. Marlon Kempson was there, and all of that. Well, but you know, you packed. know what, you know what, I did Stand not see. Okay, Robert, thank you, appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Um, do you know what I saw at that Hillary Clinton campaign rally, or rather, what I didn't see? Now, up on the stage, and I've got pictures of, of this. There's there's Hillary on the left. There's Marlon Kempson on the right, um, former state senator. And there's a big South Carolina flag behind them. Now, when you go to a high school basketball game, because this was in a high school basketball gym, isn't there an American flag? Isn't there an American flag at a high school gym? I mean, the last time you went to a basketball game, did you see an American flag? Probably so. There was not one single American flag in that gym. Not one was there. And I just, I was just, I, 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 Sheila was with me and we were looking around. I was like, where's the, where are the American flags? There's none here. None here. So, yeah, it tells me everything. But look, at the, uh, it's over for Nikki. I mean, she's trying to put on a good face, but you know, in her heart of hearts, she knows that there is no way she is ever, and now more than ever, she's never going to be the Republican uh, primary candidate for president. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I tell you, we um, we are living in a country. We have an epidemic. We have a we have a pandemic in this country. 
I guess it's not a pandemic. That would be a global thing. Uh, we have an epidemic in this country, and it's an epidemic of mental illness. And it is one of those things where you have to realize that that a lot of this is culturally induced by social media, by woke policies, by corporate boardroom BS. Somebody said out at, uh, was it Michelin, that their DEI initiatives out at Michelin were absolutely off the charts? This is it. I mean, everybody's a victim. And when you teach that everybody's a victim, then guess what? Everybody's going to believe that they're a victim. And that's what they are. So all of a sudden, over the past couple of years, we've really seen an explosion in all of this trans stuff popping up. In fact, I saw a study the other day that uh, that 75% of Gen Zers consider themselves either gay, bisexual, or non-binary. 75%. That's a huge number, folks. It's a huge number. And we're allowing this to happen. In Montana, some parents just lost their daughter because this daughter, and a very similar story happened right here in South Carolina in the upstate. Not a whole lot of people talked about it. We had the mom on the show. So the government took this couple's daughter away from them because the family opposed the daughter's transition to a boy. A family in Glasgow, Montana, is accusing the state's Child Protective Services of kidnapping their teenage daughter after the girl began to identify as a transgender boy. Krista and Todd Kolstad spoke uh, about their ordeal, revealing that the child had been removed from their care and was now going to be sent to Canada. Canada. Krista, the child's stepmother, explains that their nightmare started back in August of 2023 after they got a call that their 14-year-old daughter, Jennifer, not her real name, had expressed suicidal ideations while at school. It said she'd always had problems in school. But despite experiencing some real-world hardships, uh, Krista claims Jennifer uh, also had some undiagnosed mental health concerns, including attention-seeking behavior. Later that same evening, a caseworker showed up to speak with Jennifer and do an inspection. Krista had been preparing dinner at the time, invited the caseworker to tour the residence despite both her and her husband being distressed by the sudden appearance. During the interview, Jennifer claimed to have consumed toilet bowl cleaner and painkiller medications that day in an effort to commit suicide. Krista said that it had immediately struck her as being highly unlikely, as not only did Jennifer not have access to e- either substance, unmonitored, but that Jennifer had expressed no symptoms of illness that day. So their doubts about the authenticity of Jennifer's claims, Kristen Todd agreed to take Jennifer to a local hospital on an emergency basis. Blood work returned that Jennifer had not consumed any toxic substances. Christopher and Todd, they provided those medical records to, to the media. But that night at the hospital, Jennifer identified as male and wanted to be called Leo. They were very clear with the emergency room staff that this this goes against their values, their morals, and their religious beliefs. But the hospital staff refused to listen. They told me to call their lawyer if I have an issue 
um, as they will do what the patient tells them. While the medical transitioning of minors was prohibited in the state of Montana at the time, Krista says the hospital told her that social transitioning was a gray area and continued to call Jennifer Leo and referred to her as, her as a boy. As the patient admitted for suicidal ideations, Jennifer was placed on 24-7 watch to keep her safe. But Krista said the aide was placed outside of her door who had regularly talked to Jennifer about gender-affirming care. She said, I came in one day and she was talking about having top surgery and being non-binary. She took her complaint to the on-duty doctor who dismissed her. He said, why are you not more concerned about your daughter trying to harm herself than what the aide is talking about? Another aide who had been set to watch over Jennifer chastised Krista, telling her to respect Jennifer's wishes to be called Leo. They took her daughter away. Took her daughter away. This is amazing. Republic, and what is even worse, Republican Montana Governor Greg Gianforte said, that state officials acted within their legal limitations by removing the child from parents who objected to her transitioning gender identity. Montana Child and Family Services officials took custody of the 14-year-old girl. Ah. Ta-da! Ta-da! A so-called Republican governor standing by this. This And again, I mean, this is I mean, we know that the wacky liberals are behind this, but they're being supported by so-called Republicans. That's disgusting. It really is. So this this little girl, 14 years old, obviously has a problem, obviously has a problem. So what Child Protective Services are doing is they are encouraging that problem. They're encouraging her transitioning, and and even more so, they took her out of the home. So I have a real serious question. Who does your child belong to? Now, I understand that there are some cases where a child needs to be removed from a home. I get that totally, 100%. But because a family disapproves of a child transitioning, that's obviously a mental health issue. And this child needs people who actually care. So what's the future of this child hold? Nothing. Nothing. Write this kid off. Write this kid off. They will never, never will they be a satisfactory relationship. Never will she be able to hold down a job. Never will she be able to uh, get any sort of higher education. She is probably going to be doomed to a life of poverty. And more likely, drug addiction and abuse because these people wanted to coddle her and play along in her game when it was obviously a mental health problem. So if I, if you know, if I say, Hey, I'm, I'm a, I'm a lamppost. I'm a lamppost. Look at me. I'm a lamppost. Everybody. I'm a lamppost. You have to go along with it. Unbelievable. It's, it's, it's so disgusting what's going on in this country. Absolutely disgusting. So, anyway. Hey, Charlie, I think... Anyway. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So...
There you go. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. When we get back, deep fakes, are they going to stop us from being able to trust anything in the future? Probably so. I keep getting text messages uh, from folks wanting to know the status of constitutional carry here in South Carolina. And I'll be honest with you, I don't have an update. I got no update. I know they debated it um, the other day. I did not get uh, an update on the outcome of those debates, but hopefully something can be done. Hopefully. Now, I'm not fully convinced or confident in our uh, state legislature especially the Senate, when you got people like Sandy Sin, uh, Penry Gustafson, and uh, Katrina Sheely in that mix that are going to vote with the Democrats on bills like this. Well, Sandy Sin, she uh, puts out this little newsletter that I subscribe to, and um, she talked about constitutional care, and she brought up all the same old, oh, what, what happens What happens if the police show up and everybody's armed? How are they going to know who the bad guys are and who the good guys are? Has there ever been an incident of that? I mean, I think that would be a pretty big deal. I think that would be all over the news. If the police showed up at a crime scene and said, I don't know who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. I've never seen that story. I'm pretty sure I would have seen that story if it happened. And by the way, if that does happen, all the police would have to say is put down your weapons and the law-abiding citizens that are constitutionally carrying their firearms, you know what they would do? They would put down their weapons. The bad guys would not put down their weapons. Shoot at them. Problem solved. Right? Absolutely. But, but but again, I don't know. But it's always the, tire, the same tired old thing. We always hear the same arguments. Oh, there's going to be gunfights and uh, down on Main Street. It's going to be there's going to be a shootout at at Reedy Park at Reedy Falls. Oh, there's going to be none of that ever happens. In fact, in uh, Ohio, they have found because Ohio has constitutional carry. How about that? That's pretty amazing. So they've got it. We don't. Go figure. But they have found that since they have implemented constitutional carry in like seven out of nine of their major cities, crime has gone down. Violent crime has dropped dramatically. And in the two cities where violent crime has actually gone up, it's just gone up by a little bit. In fact, if you look at the violent crime growth rate, the growth rate has actually slowed in those two cities. So it's not as violent as it used to be, but it's still a little more violent. It's just, it's, it, but again, what does shall not be infringed mean? It means shall not be infringed. It means the United States government should say nothing about your carry, your carrying a defensive weapon and that's what I would do. If, if I were a gun manufacturer, you know what I would put on every single firearm that, that I made? I would have it stamped right there on the side for defensive use only. 
for sporting and defensive sporting hunting and defensive use only. That's it. Would that, I mean, that would be a disclaimer, wouldn't it? Wouldn't you be able to, like, you know, if hey, somebody used this offensively, oh, sorry, we only manufacture defensive weapons. That's not our fault if somebody misused our product. It's stamped right there, clearly. But now they're even trying to, uh, so they're trying to do a couple of things. First of all, they're trying to decide what the word or what bearable means. What is a bearable arm? Is a bearable arm a 22? Is it a 45? Is it a 9 millimeter? What is it? What is a bearable arm? So that's one of the arguments that they're trying to come up with uh, on the radical left who want nothing more than to disarm you. Meanwhile, you've got military-grade weapons in Mexico. United States made military weapons in Mexico. And we're not talking about AR-15s. We're not talking about AKs. We're not talking about 9 millimeters or 45s again. We are talking about 50 caliber belt-fed machine guns. We're talking about rocket launchers, rocket-propelled grenades, grenades, all of those things. Military. Military. So two places that, well, three places that these could come from. Number one, somebody is stealing from some of these military gun manufacturers here in America, and they're selling these weapons on the black market. That's number one. Number two, we have seen a lot of military equipment hitting the black market that was earmarked or sent to Ukraine. They found it in Africa. However, the Democrats did not want any accountability. They wanted no accounting of where these weapons are concerned. And number three, Afghanistan. Remember all of those weapons that we left in Afghanistan? Remember all of those? Millions and millions of dollars worth of military weapons in Afghanistan that they just left there. I mean, (laughs) so now they've made it to Mexico, to the cartels. And I'll tell you why. Because the cartels, they got money. They got a bunch of money. So they're going to go on the black market. They're going to start looking for these military weapons. And folks, they're going to start using them against us. They're going to use them against our border patrol. They're going to use them against anybody that tries to stop them. I would not be surprised if this starts happening very soon. So it's the cartels because they've got a big business that they're looking at defending. And what better way to defend it than with a belt-fed 50 caliber machine gun? That'll kind of dissuade anybody from coming into your territory, wouldn't it? So these people that are trying to get these people, and listen, folks, those don't be surprised if you see them here as well, across our border. Now, Mexico wants some sort of an investigation done. I don't think it's going to really require all that much of an investigation, but still. And we all remember Fast and Furious from the Obama administration, where they allowed guns to be sold illegally, and they made them down to the cartels as well. So these people are looking to wage some sort of war with the United States, whether it be at our border or on our soil. It is coming eventually. And when we tell you 
that these military-aged men, and that's who the majority of people are that are coming into this country right now, military-aged men, not just from Mexico, not just from Honduras, but Venezuela, Argentina, Colombia, Russia, China, the Middle East. The Biden administration is actively importing terrorism into the United States. And what does Joe Biden say? He said, listen, if he gets the deal that he wants from the Republicans, he'll shut down the border. I mean, after all, he was the guy that opened it up. He rescinded the emergency declaration at our border day one of being in office. He took the money. Now, remember, there was money at the border. There was money for border. So what does he want? He doesn't want to shut down the border. He wants more judges to process the people quicker. He wants more Border Patrol agents to process the people quicker. Him, Schumer, Senator Langford, so-called Republican, they want more immigration, not less. How, how uh, This is not going to go well. It is not going to go well at all. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Sunday, I was I was going to the golf course, and uh, the the way I go is um, there. There's some really nice, couple of really nice homes, and they got some pasture land out there, and uh, they got some horse fences up. And you know what I'm talking about when I say a horse fence. Um, I got these horse fences up, and I was going by the house there, and I looked, you know, off in the distance, and I see this dog out there in the pasture, and I'm like, man, that dog. That, that horse fence is not going to keep that dog in the yard or in, in the pasture. I mean, you just walk under it or just jump through it or whatever. And I was like, well, that's a well-trained dog. And first of all, I thought, hey, this is a good dog, good boy. He's staying in, in the yard. And when I got closer, I realized, Will, it wasn't a dog. It was the biggest coyote I had ever seen in my life. And I've seen coyotes. This thing was bigger than Artie. It was huge. And Artie goes 55 pounds. So let me say, what's the average weight on a coyote? I don't know. Let's see. Average weight of a coyote. Let's see. Coyote. Let's see. 30 to 35 pounds. No, this one was at least 50. It said large males only rarely will exceed 45 pounds, but I guarantee you this one went a good 45 pounds at least. He was massive. I thought, oh, my gosh, that's, that, is, that is crazy. Just standing out there and just looked at me, looked at me like I was doing something wrong. Like, what are you doing here? What are you doing on my turf? You're doing on my yeah. turf, man. It's no, my it's yard. crazy because my dog is like 55, 60, and I don't even think she's that big. Wow. I mean, you know, she's she's a large dog. Yeah. But, you know, comparatively, like, I guess I'm like, when I think of a large dog, I'm thinking like a Mastiff or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are huge. Um, but this was one, and it was just because, like, down in the low country, they got a problem with coyotes, especially on the barrier islands. Right. Um, and, and now you can legally shoot them, finally. But, um, in fact, there was one walking across the Ravenel Bridge 
down in Mount Pleasant a couple oh, wow. of months ago. Just walking across the bridge. Yeah, and you yeah. were saying, so they're because they're nuisance. I'm on the bridge walk. They're like pests or something. They are. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, they'll kill your cats. Yeah. They'll kill your, you know, oh, they your don't pets. Care. No. And, and coyote is one of the few animals that just kill for sport. Right. Well, and that's the thing with is they don't necessarily eat like, and you know, I guess you could make the argument, oh, well, they leave it for scavengers. But it's like that. I don't care. I don't yeah. either. Uh, yeah. They do. Oh, they're defending their territory from what? A chicken? Oh, right. Well, <laughs> then they need to move their territory. Exactly right. So um, and, and we uh, in my neighborhood every now and then we'll hear foxes. But this thing was so huge and so furry for a minute. For just a moment, I thought, is that a wolf? Because it was that big and that furry. And I was like, no, we don't, we don't have wolves around here um, that I know of. Uh, but uh, we've cer- certainly got coyotes. And this thing was just absolutely massive. I could not believe how big that thing was. So uh, it's kind of one of those, uh, those things there that unexpected completely. I'd never seen anything like that. A coyote that big, but like I said, being down in the low country, those things are skinny. They're, uh, you know, there's every species has a um, gracilis and a robustus. So it'll be like whatever the coyote's uh, name is, gracilis. That's the small, nimble, quick one, and then the robustus is the more sturdy uh, of of the species. Um, I learned that in zoology, by the way. Thanks you so much, Coach Waller. But um, but this thing was definitely on the robustus side. I I don't think you would. I don't think there's a lot of things out there that that coyote would not have a problem taking down, on its own, on its own. So. It's a koi wolf. <laughs> it's a koi wolf. Uh, it's a half breed. Charlie, Charlie, I've seen coyotes on my trail cams, and they are way too healthy looking. Right? Hey, Charlie, what if it's a koi dog hybrid? Whoa. I don't know. Did they do that recently? I thought I read where they, they, they crossbred a coyote or something with a dog. They came up with, with something that you really don't want to have around. Well, yeah, I mean, is that the first question is, would a coyote even engage with another dog or animal like that? I, I don't then, think naturally it would. Yeah, and then, you know, if it did, or would that even work? I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. That's a question right there. Charlie, redneck translation, that's a big one. You're right. It was it was a big one. I've seen little ones, but this was a big one, man. And he was not he was not afraid of me whatsoever. I mean, I was in my car, but he's not afraid of me whatsoever. So, anyway, all right. So let me ask something. Well, um, if aliens landed, if aliens landed, let's say you're right there in the parking lot this evening. You're walking out to your car, and there's a, an alien spaceship there. <laughs> Do you think you could communicate with them? No. If, I, if they spoke English, if they, you know, there was some sort of a, uh, you could understand them and they could understand you. Do you think you would you would be able to communicate them no. in a way? Yeah, me I, either. I, I would be either. too frightened yeah, and I exactly. would be like, who drugged me? What happened? Yeah, exactly. Why exactly. is this happening to me? <laughs> 
42% of Americans think they could effectively negotiate peace with aliens. Nah, I'm too much of a wimp. I have no problems admitting it. I would be like, this is too much, and I am turning around. And 42%. If aliens showed up tomorrow and they were not overly friendly about it, who would you want to be the point person in charge of uh, talking it out with them? Who should we trust? I vote for Donald Trump. I uh, just did because he would he would let them know exactly the deal. Some people say Biden. Some people say Xi Jinping, Vladimir Putin, Emmanuel Macron, and King Charles would be great. You know, I get they're actors and it's just a movie, but here's who I'm putting in the ring is Arnold because he dealt with the Predator. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> or was it Jesse the Body Ventura? All right. I, I ain't got time to bleed. Um <laughs> Uh, well, we can't ask Taylor Swift to do it. She's just a little too busy these days. Um, so, yeah, 42% of Americans say they believe they could be able to negotiate peace with aliens. I, w- I mean, my first words were, I would like to welcome our new alien overlords. And if I could be of any assistance to you, um, let me show you where the White House is. Uh, yeah, Maybe it's like, mind. you know what? Don't care what y'all are about. I'm on your side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 53% of people think that aliens do not uh, do exist somewhere. 34% of people don't believe in extraterrestrial life. I think there is. I am just not sure that they've come here. I think, you know, that would be an interesting just whole segment one day because I have thoughts. Well, we'll talk about Yeah. We'll definitely talk about that. All right. Right now, we're going to talk about getting out of here. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Been a lot of fun today. I appreciate it. As always, we love you. God bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 